You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Goodbye baseball, a walk-off winner for Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line drive, this game is over! Goodbye baseball, Mitch Hattiger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Hey, here we are. Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for coming back again as we have a lot to go over, including nice bounce back for the Mariners last night. Actually, a massive bounce back as they beat the Texas Rangers in the first of four. The rest of them over the weekend. We'll talk about that coming up in a few minutes. Uh, We'll talk about what was a big victory last night for the Mariners. Also, start before that. We haven't chatted since Felix Hernandez took the ball against San Diego and pitched very well, so we'll talk about that as well. Also, Shannon Dreyer will be by. A nice conversation with Brian DeLunis. That's one not to miss as well. So all of that is coming up in this podcast. A little housekeeping first. So this weekend, Aaron and I, Aaron Goldsmith and I, will record a segment for the podcast coming up next week. We're going to do something we've never done before. We're going to take your questions. So feel free to tweet me at Gary Hill Jr. or email me. Gary Hill, PXP at gmail.com. And it's wide open. Subject matter, Mariners, baseball, food. That's more for Aaron, I guess. But whatever. Any questions that you want to send our way, we'll get to as many as possible. Again, probably record this weekend, maybe very early Monday or Tuesday or something. But, yeah, so send your questions along, and we'll do our best to answer them. So the Mariners taking on the Rangers yesterday after losing two in San Diego. Big picture. Uh, Bats didn't come alive against Chris Paddock, who was outstanding for San Diego. But Felix Hernandez, really good in that ball game as well, including a little bit of history along the way. Here's the windup and the 2-2 to Renfro, and it's strike three called. Holy smokes, Felix Hernandez strikes out the side here in the bottom of the fourth inning, and he moves by Don Drysdale to 36th place all-time on the strikeout list in Major League Baseball all by himself. There is career strikeout number 2,487 and counting this afternoon for Felix Hernandez as he strikes out Reyes, Hosmer, and Renfro to move by Big D, Don Drysdale, another Hall of Famer. What an afternoon for Felix. First pitch, swung on, and a slicing fly ball, can of corn right field. Mitch Hanniger towards the line, one-hand catch. Felix very efficient. One, two, three, four, five, six pitches, gets three outs through seven. So they lose game one in San Diego, six to three. They drop the second game, one nothing. Paddock was brilliant in the ball game. Just allowed one hit in seven innings of work. Mariners just muster a couple hits. But Felix, seven innings, three hits, one run, a solo jack, one walk, eight strikeouts for Felix Hernandez. This is what he said after the ball game. Well, Felix, that was, that was pretty impressive, man. What, what was the last why, time? Why, why, why was I impressed? I mean, you'll see if there's better than that. 
it, true, but when's the last time that, that, that you had uh-huh. gone out there and felt like uh, felt like old favorites out there? Dominant. I feel it feels really good. Last time was like a long time ago, probably last year at the beginning when I finished Boston, I think, or Tampa. You know, uh, I, mean, I give you credit to Narvaez. He called it a really good game. I mean, I was on a strike, so I was doing a lot of strike with all my pitches. Mm-hmm. That was the key. I finished with my fastball, so. What's the plan with these guys? Who young, you haven't faced a lot of these guys. They swing early yeah, they, counts, too. Yeah, they swing early. They're aggressive. I mean, just trying to pitch backwards, and that's what we did. Felix, after your last start, you said it was kind of fun to pitch like that. I mean, you had everything today, I would imagine. that. Well, it was fun. It was fun to pitch like that. I mean, when you got a good move in your fastball and you paint in the corners, it's, it's fun. Is that as good as your command has been? Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. The uh, Kinsler just trying to sneak on and ambush him. Trying to throw gold down and away with two seamers and then get back to the middle and hit pretty good. That one of those starts where you felt everything in the pen as well. You knew this was going to be pretty good. I'm definitely not going with my pen. I'm just, when the, when the game started down, I'm going to lock in. Understanding pitching the way you do, what did you think about the other guy, Paddock, as a rookie? He did a pretty good job, man. It's impressive. I mean, he got good stuff. What was it like for you? I mean, you, you get in and you, you barely maybe sit down and right back out there. I mean, you know, such a quick game. Both guys pitching so well. Yeah, I mean, it helps a lot. I mean, I'm trying to go deep and couldn't do it. You get credit to Narvaez. When you have everything the way you did today, how much are you with him and how much do you have some ideas of what you'd like to do there? I mean, we got a pretty good idea before the game, and uh, like I said, I'm going with the catcher. I'm not going to shake the line. I'm going to shake the line. So, whatever numbers they put out there, I'll just throw a pitch and try to be a quality pitch. A good outing for Felix Hernandez, and we'll continue to talk about that leading up to his next start as well. You heard a lot about Omar Narvaez in that conversation. Let's hear from him after the game as well. Felix seemed to have everything on today. When you had that at your disposal, what were you able to do with him? Well, uh, first of all, he got his fastball for strike a lot. He was uh, actually moving a lot. He still seemed, so I was kind of playing with it. And uh, we showed everything up. Like I said before, he got a sliding slide going, so it, it makes it tougher for, for, for the hitters to think what Felix is going to throw. He says it's kind of fun to pitch like that. What do you see from him when he is able to kind of uh, I saw him today. He was a lot aggressive today, you know, and uh, he was, like I said, he was spotting everything, so it makes it easier for him to really throw whatever he wants. Tough was, was Paddock for you guys today. It looks like a changeup. It's hard to pick up like the same arm slot as the fastball. Yeah, especially the, the delivery is so close to the heater. So basically, you you gotta pick really one pitch to hit. And you know, he was mixing a lot. He was you know throwing a lot of strikes. So it makes it hard to pick one pitch. Yeah, it's a big 10, 10 miles an hour separation like that one. You got it off the end of the bat. It looked like yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, you know, I gotta you know stay aggressive with him. You know, he, he got a you know good fastball, so in that situation, I just gotta stay stay what I was looking for. There was Omar Narvaez. So at that point, the Mariners had lost three in a row coming into the game last night, and as it turned out, they would take it out on the Texas Rangers offensively. A big, big first inning for the Imps. And the left-handers, 3-1 pitch, swing and a line shot down the left field line. A fair ball in toward the corner. Santana will score. And Carnacion running third being waved in. He'll score. Beckham running third being waved in. The relay to the plate is cut off by the third baseman, Cabrera. Ryan Healy clears the bases with a three-run double down the left field line, scoring Santana and Carnacion and Beckham. 
And it's now the Mariners four and the Rangers nothing here in the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, you felt bad for Taylor Hearn at that point, making his major league debut. And for a guy that does not have pinpoint control, this was a really bad matchup with the way the Mariners take pitches. They'll take their walks. They took four of them against Hearn. A third of an inning in his major league debut, three hits, five runs, four earned, four walks along the way. And the Mariners were off and rolling. Just a massive offensive night for the M's. The right-hander deals. Swinging this is clobbered out to center field. The Shields is chugging back. Track, wall, and gone. Home run, Tim Beckham, number six to dead center field. And the Mariners... Now lead this game by a score of 11 to nothing at the bottom of the sixth inning. They were not done. The 2-2. Swing and a line drive into the corner in right field. It's a fair ball by just a couple of feet. Malik Smith scores as this bounces over the wall. This is a bad break for the Mariners. More damage could have been dealt. Encarnacion comes home from second base. Vogelback checks in with a two-run ground rule double to right field. It's now 14-0 Mariners in the bottom of the seventh. Yeah, 14-0 on the other side. Marco Gonzalez, a lot of rest in between innings. with some long innings along the way, but he was great. Here's the 1-2. Strike three called. What a night for Marco Gonzalez against the Texas Rangers. He caps it with a strikeout looking to Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Nine punch outs over seven scoreless frames against the Rangers. Yeah, that was fantastic. Seven innings of six-hit ball, no runs, no walks, nine punch-outs on 98 pitches. That was solid. Mariners win and win big, 14-2 to the final. Here's Scott Service after the game. Yeah, that's a pretty nice bounce back from yesterday. Yeah, really, really nice bounce back. It's baseball. You know, you could go from shutout to, you know, just putting 14 points up there. It was, it was great. Um, really good offensive night. But, uh, again, Marco Gonzalez uh, really set the tone for us tonight. Uh, much crisper tonight than I think we've seen him just kind of right out of the chute. Uh, I thought, you know, the last three innings he threw over in Anaheim the other day, he kind of got it going, kind of all of his pitches and the back and forth and the good location. Uh, with the changeup, and tonight we just carried over uh, from that one. So it, was, it starts on the mound, and, and he certainly led us tonight. And then offensively, you know, we just, you know, they had a rookie out there um, making him work, making him throw strikes, and then got to him early. And it was nice, you know, uh, Healy had a nice night, uh, back of another home run. Nice to get Dylan Moore some playing time and him contribute with a few hits. Everybody everybody chipped in. Nice, nice way to start the homestand. Can you describe... Gonzalez, maybe for people who don't watch him all the time, is he? Would you use crafty? How, how, uh, how do you? Well, I think the people that see Marco pitch all the time knows what a what a competitor he is. He's a very good competitor, and uh, certainly he's got he's got four pitches, four quality pitches. And when he gets them all going and mixes them, uh, the sequence of his pitching his pitches is awesome. You know, the back and forth, in and out, the cutter's been a big weapon for him. So uh, he's a complete package. He's a good fielder. He holds runners well. But ultimately, it comes down to his competitiveness. He is, he's a tough nut out there. Do you think maybe 5-0 and o should get him noticed? He's off to a good start. Yeah, and I'm really excited for him. A lot of first pitch strikes. How much does that help? 
Uh, obviously, it sets the tone uh, when you have different weapons like that. But he was. He was ahead in the count. I think there was only maybe two, three ball counts all night. Uh, like I said, using both sides of the plate. And they certainly got a lot of power over there. Uh, they put the left-handed hitters in there tonight to kind of maybe stabilize or neutralize, I guess, the, the changeup. And, you know, he still went to it. And that's, that's his, you know, go-to pitch. And he had a real good one tonight. Doesn't hurt when you give a guy a five-run lead. Right? It helps. Yeah, it helps. And and we tacked on tonight, which is great to see. We didn't let up. Uh, you know, they've been struggling a bit pitching-wise, coming off a rough series, and the, you know, with their bullpen. So you know, we wanted to stay on them tonight, and hopefully, it leads to us taking care of business here the rest of the series as well. How satisfying was it for you to see you guys pounce on that kid and not let up, and then have that that instinct that you need to really go out there and deliver as professionals? Oh yeah, our guys were. We had you know. Even though we hadn't seen him before, uh, and he hadn't been in the big leagues before, with the way the the information is and the data and whatnot, you get information on guys. And our scouting reports are pretty good. He has a good arm, um, but you know we really wanted to make him work and, and come to us, and we executed. You know we got good pitches and we waited him out, and then got a few good pitches to hit, and then you know got into their bullpen early. So uh, it was good good way to start the homestand. Dylan Moore gets you some, some offense, too, in the bottom of the lineup was pretty productive. Yeah, that, Dylan works really hard. And when you're the utility guy and you're not playing every day, it's tough. And, and uh, trying to keep, keep him going, uh, get him enough starts is really important. Uh, that's one of the things you know, we talked about leaving spring training was in that role sometimes, you know, the guys can get lost in the shuffle and don't want to do that with him. He's a young player uh, with a lot of upside, and he can play all over the field, as you saw tonight, did a nice job in left field. Do you... Do you when you are in the major leagues and a guy's making his debut against you, do you walk up with a bat on your shoulder no matter what? Do you tell the guys that? No, no. You got to just uh, you play the game you know, and get good pitches to hit. I don't care who's on the mound. And we've done a really good job of that this year. Uh, Philosophy-wise, what we're trying to do uh, is wait guys out and, you know, and get your pitch, and we can do some damage with it too. Is, you know, we've got plenty of power in our lineup. So you know, just take a normal approach but make them come to you. There it is, Scott Service after the ball game. Why don't we hear from Tim Beckham on the field with Shannon Dreyer after the win? Thank you, Rick. I'm here with somebody who I think can talk about all aspects of the game today, Tim Beckham. And, Tim, we saw the offense. We're going to get to that in a minute. Marco was fantastic. We're going to get to that, too. But we saw some defense out there by the infield tonight, too. I know a lot of work has gone into it, but I'm looking down at my card. I got stars all over the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really good game for us as a team on defense. And, um... Marco, every time he gets the ball, he's in, he's incredible, man. He's throwing he's throwing his tail off this year, and um, we have the we, we need to be behind him and support him every time, every chance we get. And uh, you know, we just want to continue to have fun. Defense uh, hasn't been our strong point this year. I mean, for for a couple of us, I can speak for myself. So um, just want to continue continue to put in the work and uh, continue to play winning baseball. When you have nights like when you're getting the ball, I mean, Marco had his strikeouts, but you also. You were getting the grounders on the infield too. D, you guys seem to be on the same page in the double play. Yeah, the more the more repetition we have, the more the more games we play together, the more comfortable we are together. So, it's it's uh it's really fun. It's it's always fun winning, and uh we want to keep it rolling. All right, first inning goes comes up. You guys want to keep that rolling too. You have a guy who's kind of a little bit wild, but you also want to be able to put bat on ball when you can. What are you looking for in that first inning in that kind of situation? Well, we just want to continue to challenge ourselves to be. Uh, we want to continue to challenge ourselves to be aggressive in the strike zone and uh, continue to put together good at bats. No matter what the score is, we don't want to. Um, we don't want to give away any at bats. You're hitting cleanup. I think you have to hit a home run. You did that tonight. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw a good pitcher hitting. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get a get a barrel on the ball. Honestly, Marco has been so consistent from Japan to tonight. 
What is it like when he is out on the mound? You know he's getting the ball every five days. Well, he's the ultimate competitor, man, and um, I'm impressed every time he touches the mound. He's a bulldog on the mound, and he's locked in. He's totally focused, uh, and that's what you need to be successful in this game. He has that tunnel vision when he gets on the mound, and I'm impressed. I'm, uh, you know, and uh, it's fun being on it's, uh, it's fun being on the same side of the ball as him. It's fun watching everything today. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. There it is. Big win for the Mariners in game one of this series, 14-2. to Mariners continue their series against a Texas team that has struggled on the mound. So we'll see what the M's can do against Shelby Miller tonight. Miller 1-1, one one, a 7-6-3 ERA. You say Kikuchi will get the start, an abbreviated start. See him for an inning, maybe two, depending on the circumstance. And then... We get our first look at Justice Sheffield as well. That should be fun. So we'll talk about that coming up on Monday in the next podcast. Mike Leak will go on Saturday, 6-10 first pitch. Mike Miner has been by far the most consistent pitcher for Texas so far this year, 3-2-1 ERA, including a shutout this year. So he's been really good. Eric Swanson on Sunday, 1-10 first pitch. Lance Lynn will get the ball for Texas, a 4-4-4 ERA to start the season. Off day Monday, then the Cubs roll into town for two games after that, so that should be highly entertaining as well. So Mariners off to a good start in this series, 14-2. Good start to the homestand as well. We'll see what else they can do against Texas Rangers in the next three games. So right now we'll give things back to Shannon, who had a chance to catch up with Brian DeLunis. It is a, a whole picture, uh, picture, I guess I should say. Um, you know, from from uh, a guy's pitch characteristics, uh, we can talk about induced vertical break, uh, horizontal break, um, spin axis. Um, you know, again, spin uh, spin rate or what we'd call true spin. Uh, we take all that into consideration. You know, health, movement patterns. Do we think that we can help a guy improve? Um, sometimes it's even just something as simple as effort level. So, uh, yeah, we all kind of get together and kind of look at, at, at what really, um, you know, w- what's the deciding factor there. And then really at the end of the day, <clears throat> it still all comes down to our, our overall Mariner's philosophy of controlling the zone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we certainly don't want to just go get a guy because he throws 98 uh, and, and keep our fingers crossed if he's never thrown strikes. It's 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 probably pretty tough that he's going to start throwing strikes. But, you know, if we've got a guy who's, you know, 90-91, whatever the case is, he's really competitive, he's throwing strikes, and we think we can add a couple ticks and, and maybe improve the action of the fastball or, or, or a slider, um, you know, we're all in. How do you go about, uh, you take a guy like Connor Sadzik, who is new to the organization in the middle of the season, I understand there's been a change that's been made with his mechanics yeah, and separating yeah. the hands. How do you go about, what's the process, and you get the guy, hey, we're happy to hear, have you here. Yeah. Now we're going to do this. Yeah, you know what was interesting about Connor? So we, we all it, it kind of stemmed back from about a week before we acquired him. And, and again, we all went through that process of, hey, Brian, what do you think? And, Joel, what do you think? And, uh, you know, the, the interesting thing was we acquired him on a, on a getaway day, uh, and, the, and the team was actually going to be packed, and he needed to throw a bullpen. So uh, what we did was we let him throw a bullpen. We let him, you know, come back in, change, get showered and everything, get ready for the road trip. And we actually scheduled a time to meet him. And... Um, you know, we just we just basically said, hey, here this is why we acquired you. The, we, we think there are some things that we can help you improve. And I, I think for the most part, most pitchers really, 
you know, if, if they believe, if, if we're trying to help them, if we're trying to really, truly be honest and, and give them a, a better chance, I think most guys are open at least to the ideas of, hey, let, run it by me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, if we're good at our jobs and it makes sense, then, you know, for the most part, they, they, they tend to buy in a little bit. So especially Connor and I think the situation he was in coming over to a new place, uh, I, I think it really serves him well and, and, and most guys well because, like the first message they get is like, hey, we're bought into you. We care about you. We're going to try to help you, help your career, help you make some money, um, and and you know, and then give him some of those adjustments that we think we can help. So typically, it's it's kind of low dosage to start off with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for him, we really just kind of talked about usage. We explained what he does really, really well. Uh, explained about usage and and how a couple pitches that he was throwing weren't weren't helping him out all that much. Helping him out in terms of getting back into counts. Uh, and we talked about the, the the slider that he throws really well, and maybe using it more. He was actually using it only about twenty percent of the time. And some of the better pitchers in the league, that's typically more of like a fifty fifty split. So we just talked about usage to begin with. We did certainly talk about there's some things that uh, that that we think could help him um, from a mechanical standpoint. And honestly, we left that up to to Jim uh, Brower and, and Paul on the road. Uh, we let him pitch a couple times, felt like, okay, now is the time to go ahead and do it as opposed to wait until we get back home. So Jim did a great job in terms of walking him through some of the adjustments that we saw. Uh, we all got together as a staff and said, yeah, we feel good about making these adjustments or offering him up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's done it. Credit, credit always goes to the pitcher because we can give him some ideas. But he has to be able to take those ideas, throw it into how he moves, and then do it in a competitive, the highest level of baseball there is. How do you watch and handle a guy that is just coming up and is in a situation closer to Sadzik versus somebody who's more established? Yeah, I, I mean, we're always – so we, we met this morning as a group uh, from from Jerry DePoto uh, and our assistant GMs uh, all the way to, to everybody in H, HP. So uh, myself, Paul, Jim, um, and, uh, you know, our, our strength staff, our medical staff, we all met, and we're going to start to do this, uh, something we do about once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we just go through every pitcher in our, in our organization and in, in, in the major level 40-man guys. And, um, you know, again, some of it is the, the hope is that we can go through and say, no, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine, and, and, and let him keep continuing to do what he does. The, the guys that we think can we can help, uh, it might be from a medical standpoint, it might be from a uh, strength standpoint, it certainly could be from a pitching standpoint. Uh, our analytics guys were in there. So, Again, it kind of comes down to what's the lowest dosage and what we think can help the guy. We, we certainly don't want to, you know, kind of dome a guy out with 18 different things that we think he can change. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the veteran guys are pretty good. I, you know, Felix this year he continues to 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 want to evolve and improve his game. Uh, you know, Marco the other day was uh, working uh, pretty seriously on kind of his. Uh, leg swing that he's usually had. He kind of abandoned that a little bit and got away from it. So yeah, even the veteran guys are, or the guys that have been a little bit more established are still looking to improve on a daily basis. It's kind of our, our team philosophy of Kaizen. Kaizen, you got yeah, that in Kaizen. there. Good job. Yeah, I did. It <laughs> <laughs> was something that Felix has kind of latched on to. Uh, I, I just think he's, this year, more so than in the past, I think he's kind of uh, a little bit more open. We, he just threw a bullpen, and, and we had the Rapsodo out there for him. And uh, what he really wanted to do was uh, pay attention to the difference in, in velocities and the curveball. Uh, and then he also wanted to see what the pitch really looks like, uh, the, the, the movement on the pitch. 
He, he had an inning the other night in the sixth inning, if you go back and watch, and he ended up having two strikeouts that were looking. And both of those pitches were on a, on a pitch that he doesn't typically throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's on a, uh, you know, an arm side moving uh, two seam that he actually threw off the plate glove side and it ran back to the plate. And if you watch the hitters, Correa, and, uh, they, they just stood and looked at it. And partially because he hasn't done it a whole lot in the past, right. but, but also partially because it's a ball out of the hand uh, and it comes back for a strike. And you see guys like uh, LeBlanc, guys like Marco, who really are able to, to, to use what we call off-to-on pitches to, to get looking strikeouts. They both tend to do it on that side of the plate with the cutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Felix has the ability to do it with the fact he just hasn't done it in the past a whole lot. He hasn't had to do it in the past a whole lot. So just the, the, the information, the ability to say, hey, there, there are things where we can walk you through in terms of location and movement uh, that, that you can use in games to, to, to keep getting out. Mm-hmm. He's done a really good job in that aspect.